What are you doing over there, Jim? Getting rid of these chips. <laughs> In your mouth? Up. Fold them up so they don't get all soggy. Sad when <laughs> chips get soggy. Put them in the put them in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> put the chips in the sink. Make them all soggy. Put the chips in my mouth. Dry them out in your mouth. <laughs> Sit in the sink. <laughs> That's why they call it chips and dip. Yeah. Put my mouth in the sink. Hey, your mouth in the sink. You run the sink and you dip your mouth in the water and then you put chips in there. Hey. Are you are you are you ready? Whatever. Be happy. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Funny Papers, a show where three thirty-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic '90s cartoon show Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friends Sam, just wanna play video games, and Jim. It turns out the war against the cat people actually didn't feature cat girls. Fucked up. Today, we cover episode 26, part one of Doug. And what do you know? It's the end of the time break. What do more. Also, the beginning. <laughs> Finally, we're here back at the beginning. The episodes are numbered correctly now. <laughs> Finally, oh. slightly easier for you, the viewer, to get around to watching along with us. That thing you should do under absolutely no circumstances. Oh, Particularly thanks. not for this episode, which, to celebrate the end of the time break, is another great contender for the worst episode yet. Well, remember still that in all episodes as the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. And episode 26, part one's title, is Doug's Lost Weekend. As opposed to the incredibly productive weekends he has at all other times. It's another video game episode. Yeah! <laughs> it's video the perfect games. video game episode. It is the perfect celebration for A, the end of the time break, and B, our 50th episode of the Funny Papers. We did it. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> yeah. We spent very productive time on several weekends devoted to this project. <laughs> I've been talking about Doug for over two days. <laughs> is this the Funny Papers cast last weekend? It's been occurring Time for is. 50 I weeks. Time is. at 2 p.m. The fact that you can now listen to us doing this for a solid, like, 50 hours rules <laughs> so much. Sure. Rules. <laughs> Good. I like it. I'm glad that we're doing this still, and I'm glad that you're still with us, dear reader, assuming you are. <laughs> and if you're just joining us now, don't worry. It's all irony. It's all actually fantastic stuff. <laughs> yeah, all the stuff uh, you don't like is irony. <laughs> is that just the, your general rule of life? Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> this is how you determine the number of things that are good actually in life. But a lot of the things, Sam, you, that you like, you treat ironically, too. Like Doug. Oh, my God. Is this the thing that he <laughs> is enjoys. This the first good Doug episode? We're going to find out. You guys confuse me so much sometimes. <laughs> like, like, legitimately. My, name, my name's Jim. Oh, my God. And I'm Mike. Oh, no, I won't let you claim that from me. <laughs> All right. Shut well, up, Jim. You have a sidebar to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just saying my lines too i don't know oh, shit. okay but so this line this, this episode starts uh in kind of like a star wars like trailer thing where like you know the, the words go up it 
it's a takeoff on a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, only they spend like a million more words to say it. In the not-too-distant future, three billion light-years from downtown Bluffington. Two things to note here. In the not-too-distant <laughs> future, you're about to watch a really bad Doug episode. <laughs> yeah. And the second thing is, three billion light-years away means this is a merciful world where the sun is burned out, and with it, Doug is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's also within the same world, right? The same universe. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, mean, I well, if it's been three billion light years, it means three billion years, which means Doug's gone. Thank God, the human well, race has walked, this, has walked Sam, into the ocean, and we are light all gone. years. Isn't a measurement of time, Sam. Yeah, that's yeah, not how is. that works at all. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not, Sam. I'm sorry. Uh, it takes it takes light that many years to go. Yeah, so that's a measure. <laughs> Dumbass. It does take light that something, many years Something to go. that is three billion light years away means that uh, we are seeing it three billion years ago. Ipso facto, fuck off. <laughs> uh, He's <I> mean, right. <laughs> sure, big Suck NASA. My this is actually. Like, because they will briefly do some sci-fi shit in this one, I do like this one as just a minor mindfuck. A thing that nobody ever interrogates in sci-fi, but I wish they did because it's kind of cool, is that if you assume that there is a faster-than-light-whatever-the-hell somewhere out there, suddenly telescopes are a way to do time travel. Yeah, kind of. Because... <laughs> Light years are called that because light only travels so far in a year. So let's say I have a faster-than-light thing to move to exactly one light year away to Jimfort, which is somewhere out in the middle of space. And on Jimfort, I've got a really good telescope. Oh, God, Jim Ford. <laughs> it's Jim lined with Warhammer posters. <laughs> yes. Jim Ford, which is full of very important lore to be stored to survive the fall of civilization, but also a very good telescope, which I have pointed back at Earth. And if I push the button and I travel to Jim Ford right this instant and I take a look at Earth, I will see Earth as it was one year ago when three morons are preparing to do a podcast about Doug Funny and impotently yell at them to stop. That'd no, be cool. destroy Jim Fort for multiple reasons, including that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. We'll be nuking Jim Fort. <laughs> Jim, send us the coordinates to Jim Fort. <laughs> right, I need to. Nuke Another it. stretch goal has been added to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the public domain access of the coordinates of Jim Fort. <laughs> oh no! The rocket. We are now adding a different function to the rocket once it's done burrowing through the hollow earth. It will turn around and destroy Jim Ford. It's equipped with several nuclear missiles. Well, so yeah, so this is the setting for this episode, right? Or at least in this fantasy that Doug's about to have. Uh, it zooms across onto a like an, a space station that's shaped like an acorn, and uh, someone is telling us. It's our last chance to save the people of Grimlaw 5 from the chipmunk people, Lieutenant. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah. So, like, they're fighting space chipmunks, right? This is, like, yes. what they're doing. But they're, so, but they're in a nut, an acorn-shaped space station, so are they, like, the acorn people? Or, like... I, I mean, it's because the chipmunks eat the acorn. <laughs> That's it's what I'm saying. The chipmunks but, like, eat the acorn, and also because, like, my overarching thesis of this episode 
is that the writer played Wing Commander and got yeah. way too into it. Definitely. And the plot of Wing Commander, such as it exists, is you are fighting a bunch of cat people. Yeah, yeah. I in mean, space. that is definitely the plot of Wing Commander. Is well, that like are the ships in Wing Commander shaped like mice? <laughs> no, <laughs> right? they are shaped like various spaceships. Sadly, right. Uh, well, so maybe the way that they could make peace with the chipmunk people is to just design their spaceships not to look like an acorn. <laughs> maybe. It's just crazy not to work. It's the only reason they want to attack the station. This is like, this is a freaking Star Trek problem where they like come up, there's an impossible problem and we must come up with a solution to the impossible problem. The solution to the impossible problem is just do change your Change your aesthetics. Change your aesthetics slightly or alternately just, you know, have Doug do his homework. How, how... It would be so hard to launch something shaped like an acorn into space, <laughs> especially yeah. if people were living on it. I assume they built it like that in, in space, space just as a gag. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, they wouldn't just like rocket it out of a rail gun. That's my <laughs> only problem with this episode. Fair, fair. <laughs> Everything right. else, perfect. Everything else sensible. is A+. Plus. Yeah, that's been noted in the court record. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, well... So then Doug, the hotshot pilot, appears behind uh, this commander. Race tells me you're a really hotshot fighter pilot. I have to take his word. The fate of the universe rests on the success of this mission. I'll do my best, commander. There's only one thing I need to do first. What's that, lieutenant? My homework. Which isn't really the plot, but okay. No. <laughs> It's the opposite of the plot, in fact. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but yeah, like you say, Jim, this is just like straight up Wing Commander, right? Because they come back from the title card and people are like dashing around like a command zone, like kind of a Star Trek way. And uh, there's like, very generic, but like the background music is absolutely early 90s flight sim space game. Yeah, definitely. Like sort of like, you know, uh, like victorious sounding like, oh, man, we're going to save the day kind of sounds. One year Uh, from now, the good people at LucasArts will rip this off completely and make X-Wing, which was a much better game that I played. Well, can I just say that Wing Commander 3 fucking rules, which came after this game, this game, which came after this this episode, this episode came out in 92, Wing Commander 4 came out in like 94. Uh, Wing Commander 4 starred Mark Hamill, like Live action Mark Hamill. And the guy who played Biff in Back to the Future. Right, yeah, exactly. And he, like, hung out with definitely not Chewbacca, like, one of the cat people. Yeah. It was great. They had this entire fucking thing. of Like, there was this brief thing in the mid-90s of FMVs in video games because they figured out, okay, we actually can put... uh, bad uh, versions of film on video games like sort of try to do realism and all of that aged like dog shit no way it's fucking awesome i've i've recently watched cutscenes from wing commander 3 <laughs> i have so seen good. the blooper reel from wing commander 3 and it's quite good because almost all of them are the guy who played biff tan and cracking wise about how hey wait is that the guy from star wars I, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure he's very not uh, tired of hearing that. Oh, yeah. He's just fucking insufferable at rules. Yeah. No, I mean, it's sort of like how in Red Alert, the they had the bad guy be Tim Curry. <laughs> fucking yeah. rules. Actually, they only made the bad guy be Tim Curry in that in like 2000. That was when they were 
in the late 2000s. They were well aware of it by the back in the day when they just had eight people who were clearly all the friends and family of the people making the video game and maybe yeah. two of them knew how to act yeah. like there's exactly one person from like i remember i played the shit out of the uh red alert and tiberian sun games and exactly one person there was any good at all was and, it kane yes kane <laughs> kane was super good at just chewing up the scenery and everybody else was just kind of well there Oh, man. All right. Well, we're in this sort of like space station uh, and we're told that, you know, well, Doug has to do his homework. But that, then we cut out of that. We cut of that into the out of the title card and then back into the real world. Uh, Doug is at the mall. He's with Skeeter. It is the uh, most typical day ever. And he has a rendezvous with destiny. Video Fuck game. Off. <laughs> yeah, Doug is Doug is staring in the window of a store called Computer Junkie when he says that. Uh, and he goes inside to buy the video game called Spaced Out. <laughs> so you can kind of see where this is going already, right? I, yeah. do, I can't. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> yeah, Sam is Sam is like he's, he's like, "All right, now now that we've gotten past the shape of the space station, now I like this episode." <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Well, Doug is the 10,000 customer, apparently. He walks in the door, streamers fall from the ceiling, uh, and he wins a Super Pretendo with a copy of the game Space Monks. Super Pretendo. What could it be? (laughs) I don't know what that's a reference to. Also, later (laughs) on, we see the Super Pretendo, and it's an Atari system. Just yeah. fuck you. I mean, they probably maybe they changed it around so that they would they like if one of the two of them tried to sue Doug, that they would get confused and not know who should be suing Doug. Oh man! Well, so they get the Super Pretendo uh, and they bring it back to Doug's house and they install it in the TV. There's a brief gag about. Oh, do we plug this cable in or that cable? This is the caliber of joke you've come to expect from Doug. The entire 11 minutes should have just been them troubleshooting the cables and the TV. I mean, honestly, like, I can kind of relate to that. I was, I didn't never knew how to install the Super Nintendo, even though looking back now, it's literally like two plugs. Yeah, yeah you put it in the coax. <laughs> yeah, coax I didn't know how to do That's that. That's all you do. Even as a baby, very... I could do it. <laughs> well, Nadita, Mr. Smiley Pants. I know I what a light know. year is. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can hook up a video game console. I'm fucking Renaissance man, baby. <laughs> what a man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. It sounds hard to me. I have since learned how to do it, but it took many years. <laughs> okay. So uh, they go and they start playing Space Monks. Uh, they see that uh, the, the ships are nutcrackers and pliers. <laughs> so a disproportionate amount of this episode is just watching Doug play the video game while he's grunting. <laughs> like a solid, I would say like a minute and a half of a, this 11 minute program is just Doug going, uh, 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 uh. 
while the I animators mean, desperately make their play for really we could do other things than animate these fucking children please let us do anything else i mean that's a solid like 20 percent of twitch acting right is, is yeah. it's like just it's mugging like, for the camera and right, fake it's, screaming at jump scares Right, it's mugging and grunting at things that scare you, uh, that you say scare you. There's a uh, 40% is thanking people for subscribing, <laughs> and 30% is blankly reading things in the chat without having emotional emotional resonance to them. And if you're one of the good ones, a solid 10% is just the awful fucking donation sounds blaring. Right, the good ones, yes. You know, if it's a, like if it's a bad one, the donation sounds are inobtrusive. It's a good one when your reward for having given money to this person is a horrible noise that distracts them occurs. <laughs> good, yeah. Well, and then they start grunting while they while they push the same button like Doug does. Yep. While he holds while he holds the joystick, doesn't move the joystick, and hits the button on top. The uh, controller, by the way, is really bad. It's a very, very bad video game controller, unlike the Nintendo 64. (laughs) The video game controller wherein one of the pads you literally could not press. The best one, yes. Uh, Yeah, of course. (laughs) The one that was chosen by the heavens as the superior platform of all platforms. It took three hands to use efficiently. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> it was the original <laughs> co-op game. <laughs> no other game had ever done co-op before. I think there. Is, Except, I think there was a game where you could play it like that, like a thir- like a second person on the uh, the handle you really? were using. I think so. Was it intended that way, or was that just like the <sighs> fucked up hack? I might just came be. Up I with? Ju- might just be misremembering it. But I, 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 I love just spouting off about things I have no idea what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> Desperately, I know. I mean, that's also the conceit of this show. Loudly and confidently. <laughs> sure. Sure. Anyway, oh, the opening sequence of having started up the game, Doug immediately crashes into the base and dies. And there is a animated sequence of your space funeral having ended the game. Which again lets you know, this is definitely Wing Commander. Well, I mean, it also is, maybe this is the inspiration for the press F to play respect, to pay respects thing. Oh, God. <laughs> right? Because it is Isn't that like, the one that has Kevin Spacey as the guy who you meet who turns you into a super cool cyber soldier or something? It's one of the Call of Duties. Yeah. And that sounds about right. <laughs> I believe your it. mission soldier is to go and hush up some allegations against me. <laughs> oh no. I didn't think about it that way. Shit. Well, yeah. Uh, Press so F took a rot. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> is that a game? Is that a game that, uh, yeah, there's a, died? there's a hitman level. that's basically infiltrate Jeffrey Epstein's island. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, can you dress up like him? I don't. I haven't been to it yet, but I'm very excited. Which one is Mark Hamill in this? Is it Doug or is it the Commander? Uh, it's Doug. Good. Doug is Mark Hamill. <laughs> Doug is Billy West and Mark Hamill. Uh, exactly. The two, the perfect confluence of people. Yes. The, I mean, they're kind of the best voice actors, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, Billy mind. West is probably has the most range of anyone I know, but I'm not I mean, Mark super. Hamill. Mark, Mark Hamill's Hamill like the Joker. 
Yeah, and that's about which is it. crazy. <laughs> he does a couple of other things too, but yeah, he's he's gotten somewhat uh, typecast as the Jokeman. He's Star Wars Joker. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the, the space clown. <laughs> And and also the protagonist of Wing Commander is most. That's probably the role he treasures the most, right? Out of all those, obviously. Did you ever see uh, they did a one-off just for some dumb uh, cartoon thing of uh, the Joker and some other criminal who is also voiced by Mark Hamill kidnap Mark Hamill? <laughs> no, but I believe you. And then they are saved by Swamp Thing, who is also voiced by Mark Hamill. <laughs> And like the, Good. the the grand finale of it is, ah, you didn't know he's not just a movie star; he's also a professional voice actor. And the last line is Joker saying, "What the heck is a voice actor?" Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you're welcome. <laughs> God damn it! So, uh, Doug and Skeeter continued to play space monks. They play it in typical grandma fashion, where they're like moving their entire bodies to like move the controller, like standing up on the couch and falling over because they get too into it, right? And it shows us the UI for the game too. It's it's very strange. There's a score uh, marker at the top that's like calculated in pictures of skull and crossbones, but it never increases, and it changes between runs. <laughs> so like. It's a set value. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, maybe it's the level marker. I, I I don't know, man. Maybe it's the danger value. <laughs> Who can say? I think it's supposed to be the number of kills. But it's not, because he gets kills and they doesn't change. <laughs> yes, I know, but... Well, maybe, I like how I can, watch, I can watch a cartoon about a child playing a video game for like six whole minutes and not have any idea what the video game's about. <laughs> Well, okay, maybe, okay, maybe the skulls are when you get, like, kills you're supposed to get, and the whole time Doug is just shooting civilians and freighters. <laughs> That's why he loses. It's supposed to be a space exploration game. <laughs> right, the only the only way to win is to play the pacifism round. And right. That's why it takes him so long to beat it. Right, exactly. Oh, well, Doug... Doug says it's uh he goes into the fantasy and he's like what well, he's like about to uh play this game and he says he's he's on the radio and he says it's It was a typical operation. Mop up twelve or thirteen nut suckers, boom boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> Work all day and what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. I don't know, it's this game has just got the what worst kind of, what language. Kind of suckers? <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> Nut sucker. Oh. <laughs> Chipmunk. <laughs> Put the nuts in my mouth. Another day volunteering at the Nut Museum. <laughs> That's why he's gonna fucking shoot them, is because Sam they need knows that Sam's gonna make a joke about their culture. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Mr. Bucket. Oh my god. <laughs> Shoot me in the face. <laughs> Stop saying my name like that. <laughs> oh my god. Well, of course we don't Remember know. Remember the 90s? <laughs> of course we don't know Butt Savage's opinion on the nutsuckers. I, we can assume that he likes them because he they're programmed both, the game. 
Yeah. Well, Butt Savage runs this town. He runs this timeline. He probably did. <laughs> probably runs Super Nintendo Studios. Super Pretendo, excuse me. Yeah, please, please. Parody, parody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It turns out Mr. Butt Savage actually is Shigeru Miyamoto. Just at a complete long con. Right. Oh, uh, well... <laughs> So in this fantasy, Doug says he's going to do that, whatever he said, and then he's off to grab a few low-gravity buddy bars. Good. Uh, and he starts talking to the computer. The computer the computer speaks in meters. Like, it says that they're, like, 600 kilometers away from yeah, the enemy. because That's interesting, space. right? Yeah, because that's how all the uh, video space video games did it. I guess, but in a game that, like, they're probably very, like, Murica-focused, like, that's interesting that they would go with meters. I mean, light years aren't metric, right? <laughs> yeah, light years are the imperial system. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they calculated the distance to France in the old days. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. The computer tells him that uh, auto-targeting is engaged, which means that Doug sucks even more because he's had aim assist on this whole time. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then he does the thing where he puts a tape in to play a cool song. And it's a different song. It's a it's new song. Beats. It would be very funny if they did Killer Tofu here. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. But it's a new song and it's good. I like this song, right? It's like fun. <laughs> All right. Let's party. This is my second problem with this episode, is the song. That's not Killer Tofu. Right. That's Breaking <laughs> Doug Cannon. Right. They're, I mean, they also had a... The, like, the in, like the song for the video game is also new, too, which also would have been funny if it was Killer Tofu. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one's I need more allowance. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an M.I.D.I. version of it. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay, well, then, you know, Doug continues to talk to the computer, and then the computer morphs itself into Mrs. Wingo's face, because uh, it cuts that he's just been dreaming about this in class the whole time. I love to dream about video games. I mean, I can relate. <laughs> anyone? Anyone? Am I alone here? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I really? know. Based, based on the discussion we had for half an hour before we started recording, I know I'm not alone here. No, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a nerd. Oh my god, fuck <laughs> off. Look, I've had dreams that feature 12 or 13 nutsuckers, but that's unrelated. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that was what happened in your Crusader Kings game. <laughs> yeah, that does tend to happen, actually. Which means that you were just abstracting video game talk, yeah. which is somehow worse. This is giving me the idea to create this nut race in the uh, Instalaris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. More dreaming about video games. <laughs> good, good. I mean, I don't know what Stellaris is, actually. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I like anyway. doing cool stuff. We're sorry, like dear viewer. This episode really sucks shit. We've absolutely got nothing beyond talking about other video games. Speak for yourself. I did research and took two pages of notes. <laughs> I took a page and a half, but man, most of it's just recap recapitulating exactly what happens in this. Right. Just mindlessly okay. repeating uh, quotes from the show. Yeah, no, it's just fucking awful. Like, the... Yeah. 
nothing happens. <laughs> nothing <laughs> fucking happens. Even by the low game. standards of this show. Video game, though. Video games, it's good. He, he plays a video game and then he grunts at it. And then he thinks about <laughs> something else for a second. Then he plays a video game and grunts at it. Look, that's if it. We're talk- if we're talking about relatable media... <laughs> I mean, that's all I do every day. More grunting, oh, though. <laughs> it's incredibly relatable, but like it's one of those things like, yes, I breathed air today. I looked at a screen and I grunted. These are the ways that we interact with the universe around us. Maybe this is what happens when Doug watched that show Uncle Grunty. <laughs> maybe it was maybe it was a Twitch stream, an early Twitch stream. Yeah. This is the first Twitch stream, actually. It's yeah. us watching Doug playing a video game. Uh, with, his, with his insightful commentary. He's oh, about get to him, violate the TLS. Shut up. <laughs> oh god, okay. Well The old PewDiePie special. <laughs> And we don't need to mention that anymore. (laughs) So then we cut into Doug in class because that's who was on his uh, view screen and his computer. And uh, like she's just Mrs. Wingo is asking, hey, do you know the answer, Doug? And then Doug brushes aside his doodles and looks at his book and reads the very first thing he sees of government, which is bold pink. And then he says, the governor... (laughs) Also, <laughs> I do want to. I did take down what his textbook says. Oh yeah, go for it. It actually it's schizophrenic. Is, it is <laughs> yeah. words, but um. Well, allow me. Go <laughs> for it. The future emperor Jose Hungarian rebellion cap between government feudal <laughs> empire in Roe Island of Curacao by the Treaty of Polianovska to Council of New England and refugees. Archduke J P London on card. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah, it's a, it's a it's good lesson. It's absolutely schizophrenic textbook that he's reading out of. I mean, <laughs> he can't read. Like previously, I mean, though, it's been just absolute gibberish, just random characters. Every one of these was an individual word put together in such a way that they didn't form a sentence. Right. That's somehow crazier. It definitely is, and like. The fact, and especially when uh, Jim said government, like super enthused, like uh, more, more, more uh, importantly, uh, it is highlighted pink and like a size and a half the size of the rest of the words, right? I thought it was blood red. I just wrote his own blood. <laughs> Might be, a sign, that, a sign that government is bad, folks. <laughs> Big well, government? No, thank you. Well, she does. Wingo does ask. She's like, wait, you're saying the governor clogs up the Noodle River? I mean, he Which... could. His policies might. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that time. That... might be right. Yeah. I mean, there's that time that we set a river on fire because it was so full of garbage. That's, <laughs> that's a thing that happened. The governor could yeah. absolutely clog up the Noodle River. Yeah, with garbage and fire. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Maybe Doug can't actually read. Maybe, like, this textbook, do we think he's got the right textbook open, or do we think he's got a different textbook open? I mean, it might just be his journal. (laughs) And it would explain why he's been so into this video game over any other video game he's ever played, because this one has 90s-era voice acting, the finest voice acting known to man. Oh, also, the yeah. only thing in his life that is narrative cohesion. Yes. 
because, well, yeah, because since this game had voice acting, he didn't have to try and read text in previous video games. That's probably why, like any other, when they're at the computer store, when they're a computer junkie, he's just like staring at the box, but doesn't intend on buying it, just like any other day, right? We've never seen Doug play a computer game. So, well, oh man, I guess he's played arcade games, but those didn't really have text. Definitely does, does not have, he's never played a home console before. Yeah. He does, his house, as far as I know, does not have a computer in it. So yeah. I don't know what he's doing looking at video games. Yeah, that's true. Like, huh. Yeah, he doesn't have a computer. Maybe he just likes wandering into places. And <laughs> just, well, he does say it was a day just like it was the most typical day ever. Yeah, so he, he goes to wandering. every store in the mall and just looks at the thing and then leaves. That's, I mean, that's what people did at the mall that's in what, the 90s. Uh, yeah, that's what old people do at the mall. Today. Because they remember, they remember the 90s. Right. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, am I right, folks? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but... So, yeah, I mean, maybe that's true. Okay, so he might not be able to read. So this book, he probably just has a random book open. And it doesn't... And, okay, because we know that when he writes in his journal, it's unintelligible because Roger wasn't able to read at that time. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, he does huh. say governor when the highlighted word is government. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> because, because probably, like, the only thing he's been instructed to learn how to read is, like, symbols for, like, leadership. So, like, teacher, principal, mayor, governor, right? Like, things like this he can read. <laughs> things that can give him orders. <laughs> yeah. And so he recognizes the govern part, and he just says governor. That's it. It's got to huh. be it. It's the only thing that's that makes good. sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, so uh, Doug, Doug is just like, uh, the governor? And Wingo is like, no, that's not who clogged up the Noodle River, even though he might have actually. Uh and then Roger laughs and calls Doug an idiot. The guy that then, repeated sixth grade twice. Yeah. And then Doug imagines shooting Roger. In the video game. But, like, literally he imagines Roger right. going, like, pixelated and then firing missiles on a target. And then he's, like, grinning at him like a maniac. <laughs> Like so imagine if someone called you an idiot and then you just gave them like a joker smile because <laughs> that's what doug's doing <laughs> for like a good 10 seconds this expression on doug's face too it's that's really what video fucking, games do to your brain it's really <laughs> fucking unsettling uh-huh <laughs> He's just like, and uh, we have to stress that he's 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 imagining shooting Roger in the face with the space gun. With his space gun. Oh, man. But okay, so Wingo pulls him out of this fantasy because he, he's like, yeah, well, you didn't do the reading, did you? And Doug's like, I guess I didn't. And then Wingo tells him, well, remember, your report on Silt is due next Monday. What fucking class is this? <laughs> now, yeah. the thing is, if you're doing a report on Silt... I would argue that playing video games is more productive than that. <laughs> because it teaches you, like, perseverance, I guess, and, like, some sort of There's no reason, like, it's pointless and useless to learn about silt unless you're, like, a soil scientist. 
<laughs> There's a theoretical usage as far as agricultural shit, but yeah. There's no reason for a guy in sixth grade to learn about silt. Like when he says this, why can't I concentrate on it? It's because it's boring and pointless. <laughs> like, honestly, I mean, the amount of stuff that is even theoretically useful about silt, I can fit in like two sentences. More people Do have it. made careers <laughs> out of video games than working with silt. That well, is okay. actually incorrect, I regret to inform you. Yeah, no, I wouldn't not. say that. Because, <laughs> no, okay, not. you know how in every video game ever, uh, floodplains are worth a bunch of food? I'm listening. <laughs> it's because of silt. Silt is the little crap that uh, gets carried along by rivers when it, they flood, and it's usually full of fucking nutrients. How does that make careers? Because I mean farming. Because that's, that's you okay. Farm. One job. Let's go continue. <laughs> okay, how many? Do you people? know what percentage of people in history have been farmers? The answer is that's just about all of them. One job. Okay. We also know what was it? Was it sixty percent of the economy of Buffington is beets? Yeah. Right? So Bales are probably on floodplains in like this on the fucking Noodle Egypt River. town. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so the Noodle River is probably like the lifeblood of the rest Washington. of it's wheat, which is also probably being grown on the floodplains. So and oil, oil <laughs> is like, not being grown on the floodplains, but we trust that. I mean, that's a niche industry. Oil. Who has ever heard of a job being created by oil? I ask you. Well, <laughs> right, of course. Well, maybe it's because when they did the drilling, they had to like reroute a river, and when they rerouted the river, it went into like a it, it drowned a old Bluffington, and uh, they were forced to build new Bluffington a little bit further away. It tracks right. And that became where beets was the primary product. Right, it was after the the great oil destruction of Old Bluffington. <laughs> Yeah, good. We're good. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I spent like a good like twenty minutes being like, why the like while I was watching this, like trying to research silt and being like, what, why is this what they're doing? There's no fucking reason for it. Like it's. I, it, it's got to just be that it was like a kind of funny sounding word, yeah. like a, a word that most people haven't heard before and therefore will like wouldn't bother to look up. Yeah, there. <laughs> it's one of those things where. If you're the kind of person who gets into it, you can make the argument that, yes, this is the foundation upon which all society is based. And your counterpoint is, it's dirt, man. Right. It's just no, dirt. it's video games. <laughs> video games is what society is based on. True. <laughs> it's getting it's getting there. Uh, <laughs> thank God. No, but uh, so as... Esports, uh, the only sports that you're allowed to have in 2020. <laughs> So, uh, as Wingo, in, right in front of the class, tells Doug... Well, just remember, your report on silt is due Monday. Connie, perhaps you can tell us. And Connie just goes, oh, is it silt? <laughs> and Wingo's like, yeah. <laughs> so directly after being told that it is silt. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... So Doug says he's about, he, he sprints home after class, and he says he's got to run home to shoot 14 very bad chipmunks. In his backyard. <laughs> yeah, with a, with a BB gun. I guess he decided, they decided while writing the script, they were like, ooh, we got to not call them nutsuckers again. Yeah, <laughs> we regret this decision, actually. Too bad we can't edit it out. Eat right. back now. We realize that's a bad thing to say. 
But too bad we've already, uh, Billy West has already recorded all his lines and refuses to come back. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Doug, they get home, uh, Skeeter chases after him, they get home, and Doug throws his book, The Silt Story, on the ground. <laughs> I want to read that book. I don't. It's so long. It's like a 200-page book. I want to know how they make it more than, like, 10 pages. Uh, maybe it's fiction. Maybe it's a story about, like, uh, like a romantic comedy about a couple who met on the floodplain. <laughs> and the silt is just the setting. And, and, and pa- old Papa's old farm is about to be destroyed by the oil industry. <laughs> sure. I'll... <laughs> It's not going to be very useful for Doug's report, but let's be real here. Also, Doug's report on Silt, man, this isn't that hard. Even if you're 11 years old, you got to get together maybe two paragraphs on this. Well, I don't think that's true, because later Skeeter says, I've already got a, I've only got a couple of pages written on Silt. Which is, again, your proof that this is supposed to be high school and not grade school, because nobody is asking you to do a, like, ten-page report in fucking grade school. Definitely. I mean, that's definitely true, but also, like, how the fuck is he already, he says, and he says, I've only written a few pages, which means he's planning on writing, like, a bunch more he's probably like a third of the way done so he's already written a few pages and he's he's a third of the way done but he's he's fucking going hard on silt then huh i do you think that skeeter's report is also on silt do you think they all were given the assignment do a paper on silt that's a good question because that would make sense because like they never really say what everybody else's is due because Wingo's just says your paper on silt, and that would make sense that like Connie, it's not like immediately obvious that the answer to the question was silt. Everybody could have different reports. Yeah, and we've had seen in the past that when Wingo asks you to hand in a report, BB can do hers on her first pair of shoes, and Doug <laughs> can do his on the Amazon. What? Watch, watch Skeeter's report be on the Space Monks video game. <laughs> Space Monks is a really cool video game. Uh, that guy from Star Wars is in it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> also, you learn a bunch of things you can call chipmunks, like this part has been censored. <laughs> also, my friend Doug is an asshole and won't let me play it anymore. That part gets circled in red, just the Mrs. Wingo's comment. We all already know, dear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. B minus. <laughs> Redundant information. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, Doug is, uh, they go back to play and Doug gets promoted to major in his fantasy by the captain. And then it fades, the captain's speech fades into... I only have one thing to tell you before you head out there to take on the rest of the space monk forces. Sweet, so would I. Yet I should kill you with my defense. Good night. Good night. Judy, parting is such a sweet that I shall say good night. But silence! Yeah, Judy tells him to shut up and get out. Uh, Skeeter goes home to continue his report. And then Doug sits down at the table to bullshit his way through the report. Like, he doesn't do any research. He just starts to write it, right? He sits down and he writes a report by Doug Funny. And he writes, Silt is... Doesn't even do the classic Webster's Dictionary to find Silt as... (laughs) In order to stick space. (laughs) 
Is, is that something that you would do when you? No, were I mean, if you do that after like middle school, the, the, you're gonna get marked for it because it's so <laughs> fucking tried and cliche, right? You're but just, he's in elementary school, so he can get away with it. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. So, but like, I think it's I think it's important that like he's not doing any research. He doesn't already he doesn't know anything about Silt already because he didn't know how to like answer any questions. Uh, and he just wants to just start writing, right? Is that what? You do? <laughs> Maybe it's what I, mean, I did. When you're doing it about silt, yes. <laughs> I, again, this is so pointless. It's like, if you're trying to say that schoolwork is important, you should they should be doing, like, some, a report over things that are, like, interesting or good. <laughs> yeah. Or even then, or you useful. Have, or you could have the threat from authority be more substantial. Like, previously, you've had it built up that this report is a third of my grade. This one is just, I I guess this is just a thing you gotta do. 300 pages on silt. (laughs) Exactly. Well, maybe they realized that um, it was a trite, like, an empty threat to say it was a third of the grade. They could only use that particular plot point, like... Even though they reuse plot points constantly in Doug, maybe they were like, oh, shit, we said a third of the grade about five times already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, so Doug, he, he, he picks up a what looks like a magazine called Silt and You, Exploring the Moon River. Uh, and there's, there's a price tag on the magazine for $100. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Good job, <laughs> Doug. <laughs> so, it's expensive magazine. <laughs> yeah, about fucking silt. <laughs> like, I know there were more magazines in the 90s, but I don't think there are any silt ones. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is a massive part of the industry, right? Like, if there are $100 magazines, maybe maybe silt is something else, just like how beats are something else, right? I mean, but I guess there are pictures of rivers constantly. Maybe it's oh, maybe silt is river. Maybe silt is water. That's <laughs> why we're talking about rivers. Water is yeah. defined as <laughs> Webster's dictionary. That would make that would make more sense. That would be important to learn about. And remember when well, but Doug constantly had those books that he was walking around that said like H two O science, right? So maybe H2O yeah, is maybe silt. Yeah, maybe H2O is the silt formula, and that's why it didn't say water science. It said H2O science. Yeah, you put two hydrogens and one oxygen, you get silt, baby. (laughs) You have to manufacture the silt at a chemical plant. Yes. And that's why why it clogs up the Noodle River, and that's why the picture on exploring the Moon River is just like it's probably the toxic runoff from the silt factory. Of course it clogs up the river. The river's made of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that makes Man. sense, right? <laughs> Giant bong hit. <laughs> Who's with me? I'm with I'm you. I'm losing brother. my mind. <laughs> me too, really. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I mean, the back does read up to your ears in silt? Question mark. And just like what? water. <laughs> it's gotta be water. It just means like, are you drowning? <laughs> are you drowning? This book might help. Read this yeah. helpful informative guide if you're drowning. Right. Quickly. Page one is Webster's Dictionary defines drowning <laughs> as. <laughs> right. It says drowning, a report by Doug Funny. <laughs> 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 
it's it's just like but it's like written in like a uh like an old civil war style letter it's just like dearest matilda i write to you on the dawn of my death dearest I, patricia <laughs> as i find myself it says blue 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 but in parentheses it translates it as like i find myself up to my ears in silt once again it hasn't been since the previous autumn in which this has happened and i can recall that with great terror <laughs> <laughs> Please send all the little nut suckers my love. <laughs> With love. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> maybe God, some so smart. <laughs> maybe someday an elementary school asshole will write a report on how to fix this conundrum I find myself in. <laughs> oh my God! Don't remarry. <laughs> <laughs> remain loyal to my corpse at the bottom of this river press F's to play respect yes press F to write report <laughs> press F to grade report yeah okay so Doug can't concentrate on this report because he's too busy thinking about gaming. And he also can't sleep because he's too busy thinking about gaming. Am I right, We've folks? all been there. We have all been there. I'd love to pretend um, otherwise, but I have, in fact, been there. <laughs> so Doug goes downstairs at 2 in the morning. He goes downstairs to play Super Pretendo. And he... It is loud. Like he doesn't wake anybody up doing this somehow. Or they um, he does and they just don't come out and bother him. Also, it. the clock at this is just totally fucked up. How so? Okay, so as Doug goes downstairs to play video games, the two lines on the clock are about the same length, but they are pointing at the twelve and the two. So, okay, it's either ten after midnight, which is pretty fucking late for an eleven year old. Or 2 a.m., which is ludicrously late for a 12-year-old. Then, there's the little start-up cutscene as the commander says, Welcome back, Major, and, eh, hooray. And then we flash back, and you'd think, we'd, that, okay, now the things are at the 12 and the 3, so, okay, clearly, it was just five minutes. That was the whole start-up time. And then the clock moves forward, and it is revealed that no... The startup cutscene took an hour. <laughs> but what happens is, because you see the hands move, and the number that is at the 12 makes two full rotations as we go from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. It was probably the loading time, because they had full motion video in this game. Yeah, one hour <laughs> of loading to start up this fucking game. Right. That's probably why he needs to just play it for so long in a row because it's a, he wants he doesn't want to sink the cost of loading the startup screen again. Also the fact that Doug stays up until fucking 2 a.m. normally and then plays until 5 a.m. Holy shit, dude. Same. I mean, we've all been there, folks, am I right? <laughs> we've been there in college. I don't think we've been there as uh, now. No, uh, I've, I've grade school. Yeah. College. <laughs> like, great. I've been doing this all my life, baby. Yeah. True, you have superpowers in this regard. It's not a good one. I, I don't want it. I don't want to be like this. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Okay, well, so <laughs> he stays up all night. Oh, wait, I forgot. He doesn't actually have parents. That's why nobody was bugged by this. And why Doug right. has never developed any kind of healthy sleeping habits, because nobody has ever told him, you have to go to bed now, Doug. They're off at the hotel. Right. Yeah, his parents don't notice at all. They don't care. Like They uh, presumably come downstairs at some point to like go to work if they were staying there, or like Judy leaves, and they would notice that he's on the, on the game, but no one cares. No one notices. <laughs> So he goes to school and um, and he finally gets out. He can't focus at all. He finally gets out and uh, Patty comes up to him and asks him to study at the library. And Doug is dismissive because he's thinking about gaming. (laughs) We've all been there, folks. (laughs) We have all been there, folks. (laughs) Video games are better than girls. (laughs) But it's funny. When he's right, he's right. It's funny because... uh, he actually kind of like gets Patty interested because he's not like paying attention to uh-huh. her. It's playing hard to get. <laughs> he's he is. he's like, got spaceships he in his eyes. Because he's just like. It's a mark of a real man. Well, I was just going to say if you want to go to the library and study with me this weekend, Doug, are you listening? Oh, sure. That sounds great, Patty. Uh, I'll see you later. He's just like, oh, I mean, I guess, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm free to hang out with you, I guess. And Patty's, like, into it because he's, like, he's not just, like, fucking drooling at the mouth staring Please, at her. Please, m'lady. <laughs> yeah, right. for once in his life, Doug is not dro- just absolutely embarrassing himself next to her. And so she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to reward some good behavior. Let's study together. See, video games are 100% good. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, about. whatever. Anyway, gotta go play video, video games. Video games help you get the girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's our lesson from doug uh well so doug goes home uh and he throws all his shit on the ground and no one like and like no one cares and then he starts to game and then in this it actually shows his parents and his sister staring at him from the doorway not doing anything of course no they're just like looking at him they're just like oh cool dude <laughs> at least he's in there <laughs> we've got a gamer son <laughs> oh no I've never felt more proud <laughs> At first we thought he was just an asshole But now he's now a Now we know he's a gamer Now we can explain it <laughs> he's had the re- he's had the recessive uh, gaming gene That hasn't revealed itself until now <laughs> For 10,000 years Gamers have been the most oppressed people of all <laughs> Oh my god For Perry. good reason <laughs> Oh my god, parody, parody, Christ. People actually think that way. Oh, absolutely. It's just the saddest fucking thing. Ludicrous to me. (laughs) Let's uh, let's get this straight right here. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you're a gamer, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, don't email me. (laughs) And so we stop the podcast here. We want to be entirely clear. Gamers get the wall. (laughs) <laughs> we are, we need to stop talking. <laughs> we don't play video games because this is just a oh, joke. Oh, I play video games. Did you remember I'm just the not part, a gamer. first half of this <laughs> was God. entirely us talking about video games we'd played in the past couple of months? Right. Yeah. Again, <laughs> there's a, there's cool. a difference between playing video games and identifying as a gamer. Yes, and we're far the later. Is way is not good. Okay, but we're we've far- all been in high. We've all been in high school. True. Like. Come on. No, I haven't. <laughs> True. Okay. Sam was forced to skip that due to his uh, needing to do prison time. My brain no, my just, brain was too big, so they let me skip it. He, he just never graduated middle school. 
<laughs> got three degrees, also though. That. It's pretty impressive. Right. Right. Yeah, he just jumped right through. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, so they don't notice that he's gaming, and uh, Doug doesn't notice anything else that's going on because Skeeter comes over at some point and asks to play, and Doug snaps at him. He's like, no! <laughs> Like, man, this is the true gamer experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lashing out like a petulant child. I remember, look, I'm going to tell this. I remember uh, I had a friend who had a Sega Genesis, and I would go over to his place to play the Sega, and I would ask if I could take a turn, and he would say no, because his mom only lets him play a certain number of hours a week, and he didn't want to waste the time. <laughs> <laughs> and this and this inspired me to ask my mom for a time limit on video games so that I could be a petulant asshole to this guy. <laughs> Success stories of regulation. <laughs> Turns out I just got to shot myself in the foot there. But I think that's an appropriate story for this. That moment. is, yeah, that, that's perfect encapsulation of gamer brain. Fucking yourself over <laughs> to own someone who you very rarely interact with. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it was very, it was, it was like a formative memory for me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a learning experience. Yeah, pretty much. Never uh, say anything. <laughs> don't play video games. No, I didn't, didn't learn that learn. one. No, I didn't learn that one. <laughs> So Doug is just like in ruin. He's eating random things from the fridge and nobody cares or notices that he's falling into despair. Uh, So it's any given week in Doug's house, is it? (laughs) Kinda. But then on Sunday, he wins the game. He finally destroys the chipmunk mothership. And then he figures out that he's empty inside (laughs) because he has no goals and he didn't do anything. We've all been there. (laughs) All been there, folks. (laughs) Also, I do want to call out the family has two giant tubs of mayonnaise in the fridge door. (laughs) Same. Mmm. That's good eating. (laughs) Sometimes when I'm feeling lazy or despondent, I just take a spoon and eat out of the jar of mayonnaise. (laughs) When you're too busy in a hard game or something. Right. (laughs) Put my diaper on and eat some mayonnaise. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> fewer, fewer, fewer of you people start saying we've all been there. <laughs> I start describing my life. It's just like I wish that uh, in this in the program we use for podcast uh, posting, it would show you how long people listen to episodes, and we watch just like the gradual yeah. fall off. <laughs> Every time, every time my sound waves start kicking on, like the listenership just plummets. Huh. <laughs> and then it somehow comes back afterwards. Right. Like, algorithm <laughs> just says every time I say the word sidebar, people just unsubscribe immediately. <laughs> you guys, I like doing this. You need to stop putting yourself down. Only night. Shut nice up. If you'd prefer, we can put you down instead. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cyber bully me in order to cover up your own. We have to make content somehow. <laughs> we are through positivity. Yeah. Shut up. And, and gaming. <laughs> positivity and gaming are two words that don't go together, Mike. <laughs> As is the thesis true. of this episode. I don't think that's true. I, I it's think definitely the thesis is... of this episode. <laughs> 
you know, well, that's absolutely the case. But um, yeah, I mean, oh, man. in this episode, they can't. I guess they can't really talk about drugs. So this is like this the is one the thing episode. that you can get addicted to that they can talk about. Yeah, yeah the, this is very clear. Shortly, <laughs> yeah, they make it as explicit as they possibly can. Yeah. So Doug wins the game and he's empty inside because he doesn't have his hits anymore. Uh, and then he stares at his report again he, and he falls asleep on his desk. Uh, and he wakes up the next day, 10 a.m. Oh my God, I'm late for school. Oh no. His parents haven't gotten him up. Judy didn't get him up. They just fucking left him in there. Well, that's, I mean, okay, that's probably how it goes. <laughs> right like you would think that that would be a setup for this but no that's just how things yeah. go in the dog council also just throwing it out there you could pro that being the case you could probably get away with playing six so you don't have to turn into your report at that point just saying uh well he kind of has that idea later yeah if he had uh, it right now he'd save himself a lot of fucking time this is so well and he'd have more time to play video games that's well, no, because he, he's he's empty now. His game is done. And just get another game. Just get another game. He doesn't think of that. <laughs> he's too moron. stupid to think of that. He's way too stupid to think of that. You went there for the first place to get a different game. Get that fucking no, game. He went there to stare at things in the mall because he doesn't own a computer. <laughs> okay, good. <point>. Right? <laughs> Maybe because he's never thought about buying anything at the mall, uh, except for a beat ball that he can't afford. <laughs> Okay, so Doug grabs a stack of random papers off his desk and he runs off. He, um, he he walks past a dumpster that is labeled Deja Vu Recycling. Has he had the fantasy yet? He's just also, doing it I now. want to be entirely clear on this one. The first time we go past it, the dumpster is just labeled Deja Vu. The second time we go past it is labeled Deja Vu Recycling. That is true, uh, which it probably is like a metaphor for Doug Plotz is that you have deja vu as they recycle episodes. Yes. Hey, remember the last time Doug was freaked out over a report? <laughs> uh, every time. Uh, well, so now Doug goes into that fantasy, the one that just crystallizes the theme of this episode. Uh, he imagines going back into the computer store, the, compu the store called Computer Junkie. He's got a ragged beard and ragged clothes, and he's clutching the controller, which is shaped kind of like a gun. Oh, please, mister. You gotta help a guy. Just one more game. Come on. Give me a break, will you? Sorry, pal. You've had enough. But... So I know this is... No one on this writing staff has ever talked to a drug dealer because no drug dealer ever has said, sorry, you've had enough. <laughs> I think they're trying to do a bar. It's supposed to be booze, but that's yeah. not how they're setting it up here. Yeah, they're setting it up right. as junky, except for they don't actually know how drugs work. They also don't really know how bars work, but they've seen in movies somebody getting thrown out of a bar. Except for you don't have the guy walking up with a gun demanding booze. <laughs> yeah. So, I also like how the gun that he's holding has still has the wire on it. It has like the cable that attaches it to the system and just goes to somewhere. And when he throws, gets thrown out of the store, it's still behind him and it goes still into the store and it's like crazy long. So... Is he like, is it like a representation that he's like connected to the store? He's connected to games and he can't escape it? Is it a metaphor? He's hooked, baby. 
Or is it a sight gag that wasn't really very funny and was probably took far more effort than just not putting it in his hand? Impossible. <laughs> well, yeah, just have it be wireless. Who cares? It's not like, connected. It's one anybody. of those fascinating cases where you can see that somebody was putting a lot of effort into this to absolutely no benefit. I mean, they are clear as day doing like an addiction thing. In this, yes, right. Like just like the last time they met reference video games being addictive. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. He spent all of his money out at the arcade. Because he didn't have any self-control, yep. Uh-huh. The thing I find most interesting about this episode, which is a profoundly low bar, <laughs> is the fact that it's very clear somebody played the shit out of Wing Commander. Uh-huh. Like, somebody very clearly thought it was just so cool that they could put Wing Commander in their cartoon. So you have kind of the same problem the last episode had, where it gets muddled, where you're telling the story of... Wow, look how awful this is. By the way, I have this entire encyclopedic knowledge of the thing in question, and oh, how cool it is, and I... Jim, you are the really? worst person to make this argument, because because you guys are constantly talking in this episode about how video games are stupid and gamers are bad, and then I know right after this finishes, you're going to boot up Crusader Kings. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the thing that, when you are trying to create a piece of artwork with a message... Like we are. It turns out that when you manage to combine, look at how awful and terrible this thing to be shunned is, and then follow it up with, oh yeah, but it's so cool, am I right? Again, again, like we are. (laughs) I refuse to accept that we are saying that Doug is cool. I draw the fucking line. But we've said that games are cool because we play them and they're good. Yeah, games are cool. Gamers should be executed. This is my thesis. Drugs are cool. Yeah. (laughs) You should all do drugs. Uh, (laughs) I already play video games. I don't have space for drugs in my life. To do both at the same time. I'm confident there are some drugs that can improve your video game capacity. Now I'm just just a bad guy in a dare video. (laughs) (laughs) You're just the protagonist. Yeah, you're the protagonist of... Fuck, I forget. The Michael Jackson (laughs) thing where he transforms into a giant robot. Oh, Moonwalker. Uh, Moonwalker. Yeah, you are now the protagonist of Moonwalker, Joe Pesci. He's not the protagonist, he's the bad guy. The protagonist, yes. Michael Michael, Michael Jackson has to turn into Michael Jackson a, uh, transforms into an evil robot that kills several innocent entrepreneurs at the climax of that movie. <laughs> no, he turns into a cool Gundam who yells at Joe Pesci. I, this is one of the four movies. Min- this is one of the four movies I've seen. <laughs> This is a movie I will say unironically you should watch because, oh my god, cocaine's a hell of a drug. It's so good. (laughs) Michael Jackson transforms into a robot and kills Joe Pesci because Joe Pesci was trying to give children drugs. And they made a Sega Genesis video game based on it. (laughs) You can turn into the robot. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) That's what Doug should play. <laughs> I mean, he should buy a second game instead of putting the console away. Yeah, yeah he should have bought a second game instead of writing his report. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More productive well, then, use of Again, time. more productive. I th- I would say, like as, as an elementary schooler, playing a video game is more productive than writing a report on, <laughs> on, on water, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, water. 
<laughs> oh man. Okay, so Bone then Doug snaps out of the fantasy, uh, and Bone walks is like walking by. He's carrying a bunch of books, and so Doug jumps in the dumpster. It's just full of trash, even though it's the recycling dumpster. <laughs> um, and then Skeeter is now magically outside the dumpster, like spinning a basketball. And Bone is just like, hey, Valentine. And then Doug pulls him in too, even though he just said hi to Mr. Bone. Uh, And Doug tells Skeeter, he's like, hey, I'm totally messed up, man. You better just forget about me and go to class, because he's he's just a junkie now, you know? Oh, okay, Doug. Only, uh, only what? I never go to class on the weekend. The week, what? You mean today is Sunday? That's the plot. Is that it's Skeeter hangs out at school. Uh, yeah, he does. He hangs out there spinning basketballs on Sunday. No, I mean, there's no consequences for any of your misdeeds. It's, it all uh, works out in the end, just like real life. I mean, okay, so my theory into how this uh, plays into our greater Doug mythos is Doug can't read calendars, right? That's right. We, we don't know that we know that like Doug Someone has to ever... tell him it's what day it is. Yeah, and he keeps, like, calendars with 18 days on him in his house. So, like, he just doesn't know what day it is until someone tells him. And Skeeter was the first person he saw that day. So maybe Doug goes to school every day. He, like, tries to go to school every day. And it just, like, then people tell him to go home. (laughs) Maybe that's why Bone has to go there on weekends, too, is because it's just like, oh, God. (laughs) What if Funny shows up again? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, then he goes, oh, but wait, it's Sunday. I gotta go hang out with Patty, even though I smell like a goddamn dumpster. <laughs> well, we'll also note that he was carrying, like, a stack of papers, and he left those papers in the dumpster when he leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he threw away his report. Uh-huh. He was also freaking out about, Mrs. Wingo would kill me if I didn't have a paper. You had a paper, Doug. You were carrying it. Then you threw it in the dumpster. Nobody's sure why. It was blank, though. All it said was, this is a report by Doug Funny, and for some reason he brought it. (laughs) He just wrote, Silt is. Well, you know, actually, come to think of it, he said, he was like, oh, man, before he jumped in the dumpster, he was like, I was just about to just go home. So he was just about to skip. It's like, it's like he's in high, he's definitely in high school, right? This is a high school thing. No. Okay. (laughs) He plays hooky from middle school. They don't call your parents. Elementary school. And they don't call your parents. What are they going to call? Do they have the number for the hotel? I would hope so. I'd hope that'd be on some kind of permission slip. What's the point of living in the hotel then? Because at least you know I got to look at him. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) Oh, God. That's so mean. Oh, well, okay, so. So he goes to the library to hang out with Patty, even though he smells like a goddamn trash pile. And Patty doesn't care somehow. And he does, he says he does his report there, but he's just reading a random book with Patty. He's not actually writing anything. <laughs> so who knows? Uh, he probably just copied Patty's report, actually. I mean, just stole I mean it. if you can't write, it doesn't matter what you write's down, so... <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, that's probably why he like wanted to go see go with Patty so he could like secretly copy her book. He could like take it to the copy machine when she wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, 
Doug says he goes home and he says, well, now I'm going to put the game away after I wrote the paper. But oh no, I couldn't get near it because Porkchop's playing it and he's addicted to the game. A dog <laughs> playing a video game. Wow. <laughs> That's my dream. Doug, Man's I, best I, was, friend. I was just thinking about Doug joining Reddit because of the console wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what introduces him into all the uh, the alt right. It's him learning about space monks too, <laughs> and how the, how he's saying that super pretend Pretendo sixty four is way better than the the May station <laughs> bony station play. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I fuck, fuck this episode. <laughs> the B cast. <laughs> yeah. The next box is oh, one no. of them is just the same. The PC <laughs> pork chop. Wait, they actually did that joke. Fuck. Then Skeeter. Then Skeeter and him stop being friends because Skeeter's a PC gamer. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I hate you, Doug. Yeah, Skeeter grows up into one of those dudes that wears the, like the T-shirts that say, "No, I will not fix your printer." <laughs> that's you that's you you wear that shirt that's me that's right <laughs> goon sire <laughs> yes my goondolences <laughs> oh my god we're going way off the rails here oh, so, i mean like, okay. like jim said 60 percent of the episode is just doug grunting at the tv so <laughs> not a whole lot of ball to play off of grunting sobbing <laughs> Uh, Screaming, squeeze it, which happens yeah. in this episode. <laughs> oh squeeze those nuts. So, what do you guys think the moral of this one is? Before the chipmunk eats his, don't the morals don't play video games? Kinda, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, games I, are bad. Do your I mean, I will. They are. I mean, you can get addicted to video games, but the way that they, yeah. the way that they like presented this is so bad because the game is fun. And interesting to look at, and then the report is pointless and boring. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. They totally like reverse what it is. They should have made the game boring and pointless, and they should like Skeeter like, doesn't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Crusader Kings point five. <laughs> hmm. And then Jim and I would just sit there talking about how much the game actually was good. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Huh. Every time I play, just every character decides they're going to fuck my wife and kill me. Weird. Hey, why is this podcast episode eight hours long? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do a podcast of uh, Jim playing Crusader Kings. All you can hear is just the tapping, the keys, and occasional clicking. <laughs> Sobbing, grunting. Occasional and grunting. And going, hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just shifting in his couch. Occasional just the sound of me chuckling to myself because I'm really content with the thing I'm doing. Burping and throwing a beer can in the corner. Chips directly into the microphone. <laughs> Accidentally dropping the microphone and losing five minutes of data. It's just completely silent, but you can just still see me playing. Oh, well, until that podcast happens. Oh, man. Well... Let's cut this one here. Happy 50th episode, guys. This is so great. 5,000 more.
Uh-huh. We will never stop this. Ever. <laughs> we will never die, despite several uh. attempts to make us. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode of The Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. All the time and every day. <laughs> you heard? Ha, ha, ha.